Thank you so much. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Nah, I got GameCast. GameCast? Well, there's GameCube and then there's Dreamcast. What you got? Well, I said I got GameCast, man. Damn, I can't afford it. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome, Steed. And me, J Rad, are here. Pat is gone. Uh, very sad. Very sad day. It's 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 always a sad day when um, Pat misses Chubstep, but there's good reasons every time. Um, I think last time he missed it, he was uh, in a pet hospital or a pet sanctuary. Yep. He was doing some charity pet work sanctuary. out there, and then. Yep. Uh, this time, it was something with rubber, right, Jared? Yes, he was going down to check out this the old rubber plantation that used to be in Brazil uh, during kind of the, I believe it was the tw- uh, 30s, uh, Ford bought a big series of like rubber tree acreage in Brazil to try to just basically make their own tires because rubber was crazy expensive. And so they were, that was their plan. And so, like, all the remnants of that facility are still down in Brazil. So Pat was going to go check that out. Um, but, uh, but of course, to do that, you're going to miss Chubb stuff. Anyway, what ended up happening is they didn't really do a lot of research into um, actually how to, like, uh, cultivate rubber from the trees, and they ended up killing a lot of the trees. And then there ended up being a rubber substitute that was used uh, for a lot of the tires and that ended up making the price of rubber drop and the uh, ability to have a your own rubber plantation in Brazil kind of be pointless. So yeah. Ford left that facility. Yeah. And now Pat is there right now checking it out. Yeah, and I, I mean, he's got to make sure. I think he's down there also to do charity work. He's putting out that fire in the Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, literally, yeah, literally putting out the fire. So, uh, Steed, what's been going on with you? Uh, just been lounging, Jay. Um, adjusting, adjusting back to uh, Illinois life. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a little bit colder here in the mornings. I had to turn the heat on in my car because I'm soft crisp. now. You're very soft. You get used to that warm weather, and then all of a sudden you become soft. It was 63 degrees, and I turned the heat on in my car. Oh God. Yeah, that is that's how you know you've been in Georgia too long. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing shorts though. Yeah, yeah, whatever. One of the so I was I talked about my Minnesota trip last week, but there was something I forgot to mention. So there was one day we were on a lake, and there was a one of those blobs. You know, talking about where it's like somebody lays on it, and then somebody yeah, you get launched. Yep, and you get launched. I love those things. So we were on this lake, and we saw there was one of these blobs just on the lake, and. It was attached to some camp, you know, some kids' camp. Apparently, I think it was a, like a Christian kids' camp. But 
uh, you go, you drive over to it and there's nobody on this. There was like just it was a perfect day outside. Nobody's on this blob. There's a series of like little obstacle courses on the water you could go onto. But we drive over there, nobody's on there. But there's a bunch of signs that say no trespassing. Oh, big deal. Exactly, exactly. That was our thought. So I was like, I've never been on one of those. That seems like a lot of fun. People that know the movie Heavyweights know that it's a major part of that movie, one of Ben Stiller's finest roles. So we go to the blob and I hop on it. Somebody else jumps off the tower you know, launches me in the air. I, I would have changed my form had I been able to do it again. I would have gone in a ball. I was kind of laid flat, so it dispersed, okay. you know, the energy. But I, you know, I kind of flipped like kind of just like a dead body flying off of a, <laughs> something. Got a limp, limp like that. But, oh, God. Uh, but these two ladies came over uh, in jet skis and just like random people on the lake, kind of older ladies, and came over and just gave us, gave us thumbs down. Just, I I don't think it was a thumbs down for my performance, my technique for doing it, but I think it was thumbs down for using the blob, even though it was behind a trespassing sign. I don't. Well, if they're from the church, I mean, that's the most they can do without angering God. (laughs) But the thumbs down, I think we've talked about it. That is a ruder thing than flipping somebody off. Yes. Like I like to give, you know, if I'm out at a bar or some type of nightclub, and the DJ or the band or whatever is doing a good job, I give them a thumbs up in the crowd so they know. I yeah. think they're doing a great job. But if I were to stand there and, like, give this DJ a thumbs down, that's horrible. <laughs> like, just one, like, all the whole crowd is just jumping up and down with their hands in the air, and then you just see one guy standing in the middle of the crowd <laughs> staring at the DJ in the eyes with this thumbs down. That, that would stand out. Yeah, he'd be pretty mad. <laughs> it reminds me of when in the office Michael Scott keeps booing the one guy's performance of Sweeney Todd because he thought he was supposed to get the role. <laughs> and there's and like a like standing that... ovation, and he's yes, just there. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then he says, "There's a lot of people booing." He's like, "No, there wasn't. I noticed because you were the only one." And like, <laughs> so that'd be same thing with thumbs down. So we're just trying to have a good time, and who were like. Just what kind of a person is the type of person that just... I, let's assume they didn't work... I can't picture many people at the Christian camp riding jet skis. I don't know. But well, what I, kind of old ladies... Like, I, what makes somebody do that? Because you got to assume, too, like, if they had worked there, or it was their property, they would just drive over and be like, hey, uh, can you not use our blob? Yeah. They're just no fun old ladies. Get off your jet ski. They're going to die anyway. Hit one rogue yeah. wave and they're... Skull's going to explode. But also, bless them. Yeah, God God bless. Um, God, give us strength to uh, <laughs> protect the blob. and uh, Protect the blob and forgive them. Yeah, forgive you guys. I'm sure they've already forgiven you. I mean, they would have to. Perfect. So we're yeah. all straight then anyway. That's I, good. We had a, a little freaking, uh, when I was in Korea, in the army, we did a little vacation day where we like, we were about to leave, so we went to do some, like, water sports day. We did, like, uh, water skiing and, like, an ATV ride. And then we did – there was, like, a blob there. So yeah. we we put our little um, Korean Army soldiers on the blob <laughs> and just had, like – it was, like, two or three guys. <laughs> we put, like, one of them on the blob. And they're, like, you know, four foot five. Like, they're small guys. Yeah, and then yeah, we just yeah. had, like – Two or three of the heaviest guys we had just jumped oh from God. the tower. These guys went flying. <laughs> like it was like nothing I'd ever seen. These guys just like soaring through the air. 
It's that beautiful. is awesome. That's how you have to do it. You have to you have to time it like that. It has to be the bigger guys doing it. That just yeah. watching. Yeah, you knew what you were doing. Oh yeah, it was funny to watch him go. I thought they died. Life's simple. You make choices and you don't look back. I also had this experience. I don't know if you've seen this with some of the recent. Uh, I guess this is more of something I've seen in Chicago street festivals. I don't know if I've seen it many other places, but they'll have a suggested donation to enter something. Oh, no. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah, I but I guess, where have I seen it? I don't know. I've never donated. I'm not doing that. This happened to me recently with the Greek festival in Chicago. So it was, it said free everywhere. And then you go up to there and it says like $5 suggested donation. And it says $5 is really big. It suggested donation small. And then it says like the donation that it's going to is just basically the people that are running this event. Yeah. So, so basically that's just an entrance fee. It's not like it's $5 going to the make a wish foundation. You yeah. Know, it's, it's five dollars going to the Greek organization that's putting this on. I and mean, I guess it makes sense because they're they gotta pay a lot for it, but and maybe they want to be inclusive to all. But like, I don't want to be guilted the whole time I'm there. I don't want to have a guilt trip on me. Exactly, but they make money in other ways. So they vendors had to pay them to set up spots. Oh, that's also in true. This whole thing. This is like a couple block range. They're, it's not like they're not making and and you go there and the food is not cheap and all this stuff. It, it's just like it's not like you're getting like some bargain. You pay some thing to get in and then it's just some bargain prices. It's like yeah. the the $5 cover. I be there basically just what I'm saying is either tell me it's $5 to get in or don't or don't charge me. Yeah. Cuz you say $5 donation, I'm not doing that. What have the Greeks done for us lately? Uh, I mean, euros were probably like a long time ago. I mean, recently, yeah. I'm trying to think about it. Oh, you know what? Dave Batista is half Greek. Oh, d- oh, really? Okay, all right. Yeah. I give five dollars to the Greeks. Then, what? A, what okay. a national treasure! I mean, <laughs> that's true. That's true. He, yeah, I, people forget about him. I don't want him to beat me up too. So exactly. So you're right. If we don't, if we don't give it, then just give him the five dollars. Uh, so Dave yeah. Batista doesn't come and beat you up. Yes. One of the things I was thinking about is when somebody's assassinated versus some versus somebody's just been murdered. Okay. You ever thought about the difference between the two? Uh Yeah. Well, I guess like assassination is kind of to me at least, it seems like somebody's either paying for it, like hey, go assassinate this guy. Or, like, there's, there's got to be some class to it. My thought is somebody who is just, like, some, to use a an old uh, political campaign, a Joe Plummer. Oh, Joe Plummer. You know, your average, your average Joe Plummer is, is not going to get assassinated. They're, if somebody was even paid to kill them, they were just murdered, right? Yeah. So, to me... If you if it goes on the news or in the local newspaper, or whatever, that somebody's assassinated, yeah, that sucks that you died, but at least you know you made it. Because to me, that means you're famous enough it's where they use the term assassinated. Thing, yeah. It's definitely a status. Yeah. Like symbol. Yes. I think that while whatever my future kids, I would never want them to, or like a friend of mine, whatever, right? I'd never want them to die in a crazy way. But let's say they were on their deathbed anyway, and somebody comes in and shoots them, right? Yeah. 
and like maybe in the hospital they get you know they get killed if if somebody you know if, if the newspaper or something is saying the assassin i'd be like you know what mad respect yeah that guy like, yeah, that's how you know you made it you did it homie you were assassinated yeah <laughs> you weren't it wasn't like they won't the headline wouldn't read like you know man bludgeoned in hospital bed yeah it would say man assassinated and then people would go ooh he must have been wearing yes. a tie yeah exactly he probably had a top hat on yeah this guy ooh. maybe a monocle <laughs> he's still fancy a very high class member of society yes exactly exactly and it can be you know just high classy person or you can be just you know an actual celebrity or that type of thing yeah but you know that's those classy are some, uh, some of my that's thoughts that's pretty classy yeah. it's pretty classy so we have some emails here okay uh, I wanted to get to before we get too far. Okay, okay, okay. So people email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. This says, uh, this one is from Smacko, and it says, early chubbers. Uh, are people considered early risers if they wake up very early every day, but they need coffee to stay up? Thanks, Smacko. So they wake up early... Hang on, uh, it looks like Chubstep Vaughn's in the house. Boys, boys, boys. Vaughn, we're recording Chubstep Live. Oh. 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 Boys, boys, boys. Um. (laughs) So to clarify, Steed is actually recording in my parents' house while I'm recording in the city. Yeah. And he he just went in through, uh, I think he just went in through the garage while nobody was home and now people are showing up there. Uh, yeah, if you guys remember from last episode, I left my computer in Jared's house, and I finally got it after two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and now his family came back and found me in the basement with no lights on. <laughs> and a computer in front of you. <laughs> oh, Perfect. baby. So let's get Vaughn's thoughts on this then, too. Okay, so Vaughn, here's the question from Smacko. You ready? Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Okay, are people considered early risers if they wake up very early every day, but they still need coffee to stay up? Thanks, Smacko. Oh, that is a good question. Um, I'm going to go with yes, 100%. Still early risers, um, even if you need you know a little extra push in the morning via a cup of joe. I think if you still have the willpower to wake up, I respect it. And you're a morning person and a psychopath. That's true. Uh, very big psychopath because, it, it, like, I get what he's saying with, it, are you not, you know, like, if you need an extra substance to actually keep you up, that doesn't mean you're a morning. I think the difference here, Smacko, I don't, I think you might be an early riser, but you're not a morning person. I don't think a morning person needs coffee to stay up. Yeah. And the thing too, coffee's not that crazy. Like, it's just a little bit of caffeine. If you needed like speed or meth, you know, same thing. Which some if, do. If you need that to stay up, then you're canceled. You're done. Agreed. Okay. Uh, this is a part of this. Uh, Chubstep Dan says, can women be considered early risers? No. Well, we'll get, well, let me. he said, I know it's 2019, <laughs> but they don't get boners. Food for thought. That's true. Um, they have never woken up and been like, come on. Come on. I think he's using riser as a different sense oh. of the word, not a full body. Okay, so what Smacko was saying 
is that can you be considered an early riser if you need coffee to maintain an erection? I guess it could be interpreted based on the second question, but... I'm going to say coffee has no influence on that then. Okay, coffee has no influence, but can women be considered early risers even if they don't get boners? Uh, only if their nipples are hard. They've got to be rock hard. Okay, so if they, <laughs> do, if they do get rock hard, then then that means they're an early riser. How does that? How does that? Work? The the nipples, Jared. Um, okay. See, when a woman becomes aroused, mm-hmm. okay, uh, her nipples shoot out of her um, body, okay. like much like a man's penis. Okay. Okay, well, there is some um, uh, anatomy by Steed. Steed Thank science. you. Thank you for anatomy by Steed. Steed by, science. Thank baby. you. Thank you, Steed, for anatomy. So, I, yes, thank can, you, myself. Dan. Okay, here's, here we go. So, uh, Chubstep Jack then replied to the same email. He says, can you, be cons- can you be considered an early riser somewhere even if you don't live there? For example, if you wake up at 4 p.m. in Chicago, that would be 5 a.m. in Shanghai. That's pretty early <laughs> in China. So could that person be considered an early riser in China, even though they aren't in China? Uh, while that's a good point, I'm going to have to ask him the same question I asked Logan Pierce when he sent that horrible grammar email. Are you high? <laughs> Who asked that? Why is that? Who asked that? Uh, Chubstep Jack. Chubstep, Chubstep Jack Dan. Chubstep, Chubstep Dan, no, you're Chubstep high. Jack. Chubstep Jack. Jack. Sorry, Dan. Jack, you're high. You're on the high list. Logan mm-hmm. Pierce and Jack, I'm sorry, but you're high. Well, it's like, I, you know, yeah, if you're waking up, if you're waking up at whatever times somewhere else in the world, that's an early riser. So I would say, like, say you worked in, you know, oh, you did a lot of work you know overseas. What? Yeah. And somebody's like emailing you while, hey, wow, you're up early. Yeah, but then you and, go, haha, it's 8 p.m. in Australia. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm late, brother. So I think it, it's all about where you identify uh, your location to be. So, like, I might live in Chicago, but I might identify as somebody who lives in Shanghai. Oh, okay. All right. So if you did that, that would be an early riser. I guess that's fair. I'm, you know what, Jack? I'm sorry you're not high. Just like I apologize to Logan Pierce off the air <laughs> for calling him high. <laughs> Nobody's high. Nobody's high. All right. Nobody's high. This is a clean Everybody's podcast. doing just clean, clean podcast. Every yeah, uh, no. So I think I think that's that's my answer to you. Uh, Steve thinks you're not high, but that he also doesn't think it can happen. I think it can if you identify in the location of where you want to be an early riser. But also, you don't want to be an early riser. Don't be that person. That's what I would say. Yeah, if I don't have to wake up at like for work, come on, I'll yeah. sleep until nine thirty, ten, yeah. whatever. Exactly. Okay. I'm a night owl. Yeah, this this girl emailed me. She wants to have a little phone interview at 9 a.m. I said, <laughs> bitch, look elsewhere. So let's do the uh, the next uh, email here. <laughs> You're going to get a job real quick, fine. Okay. Uh, I, just, yeah, I just got another email here, so let's, uh, let's hop around maybe a little bit. This one's from Smacko. It said, how's the tournament going, boys? Love Smacko. Chubstep Dan replied, we lost in pool play, tough draw, fun day, except for having to see Jared. That's from Chubstep Dan. So, 
Whoa. So I played in a volleyball tournament last weekend with Chubstep Dan, and our team name was Smacko and Friends. So in, okay, in memory Smacko. of Smacko. Yeah. So Smacko asked how his tournament was going. Poor we out. did lose in pool play. It was, it was a tough draw, but it was a fun day, except for getting to see me. I could see that. I could see how somebody could have those feelings. Gee, w- weren't you in like a championship game? You never said if you won. Oh, or I lost did win that. that. Oh, yeah. When you were talking about that league, that was my league. Uh, my my, one, my yeah. Tuesday night league. Yeah, I won that. I won that league. It was oh, actually. Okay. But then you moved into the big leagues and immediately got. Well, then, then it was just a diff- separate thing. This was a tournament. That was my my Chicago league. Dude. This was a tournament. Um, what I will say. We're going to need you to actually win these things. Well, I did win that one. For okay. Chubstep. Well, let's go to the next email here. This is a good one. This is from Chubstep Zach, and it says, Talk glass. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's talk some glass, boys. Chubstep Zach chiming in. Let's talk some glass, boys. Good input. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts, Steed, on I had somebody recently tell me that Glass Block had a bad, what is the heat rating? Do you know what I'm talking about where whatever the insulation rating is for different types of glass, right? Like if you have triple pane, double pane, single pane, like, tri- you know, they're going to get progressively better at insulation. Okay. Somebody was recently telling me that uh, glass block had bad insulation rating. Is that accurate? Glass block. Glass block. What is a glass block? You, you want to talk it's like the little cubes of you glass. You want to talk glass and you don't know what glass block is? I don't. I I'm not the one that emailed. I've just been doing. You know what, Jay? I take the glass out, then I put some glass okay. in. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? Okay, so if you're talking, if you're talking glass block, get out of okay, here. So I can talk to you about glass insulation and glass excavation, but I can't talk about. All right, yeah. look, Jay. The more panes you get, the more insulation. So you know, double pane, obviously, pretty solid. You you go to triple plane, come on, get out of here. Insane. Insane. Okay. You go to quadruple plane. Is that even a thing? You might as well. You might as well get a you know vacuum seal around your house because nothing's okay. getting through. Now not five panes. That's not even a thing. Five panes. Maybe <laughs> in NASA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. No, it's a very good question. But the problem is, uh, I would talk glass all day, but apparently people that I try to talk with don't know anything about glass. Oh, really, Jay? Um, what does IU mean? What does IU mean? <laughs> Got him, dude. Yeah, what does that stand for in the glass game, brother? Uh, you just got roasted, Jay. You just got roasted, buddy. Me and Vaughn are high five. I you and glass. Tell him what it means, Vaughn. <laughs> Jared, that's an insulated unit, buddy. Insulated okay. unit. Come on. Yeah, yeah dude. Everyone. All right, knows that's that. pretty fair. That's pretty fair. That's a glass game, bro. All right. Well, that's some good glass. That's some hot glass talk. So let's. <laughs> if I could cover myself in glass. Mm. that's what I would wear. Like, clear, transparent glass, I'd wear that out. People would say I'm the most fashionable person in the world. I would pay good money to that. see that. Okay, how about uh, how about a Billy Bob Thornton review? Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense, because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and just stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut or. the f- 
back up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We, we took a, the guy who was 6'5 and shrunk him down for the movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. And he went, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What he's a dwarf. Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? Uh, this is a made-for-TV movie in 1995 called Out There. Out There is a story about a Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer who gets kicked off a job by his boss. His boss is pay- played by Bobcat Goldthwaite. Do you know Bobcat? You would know him from uh, Police Academy. If you've ever seen Police Academy, he's one of the main characters in Police Academy. Anyway, he was a big... Okay, was this a TV series? No, this, this is a made-for-TV movie called Out There. Must, must have been pretty bad because I Googled it. It is not even showing up. <laughs> Out There from 1995. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so in this movie... Uh, yeah, basically this guy, is a, he gets fired from his job as a photographer, and then he just is, he's at basically some garage sale, and he buys this camera. He de- develops the film that was already in the camera, and he finds some ridiculous-looking alien photo- you know, f- photographs in there. Like, it looks very fake. But he brings it to the government, and they're like, you know, somehow he gets, you know, he gets in contact with some high-ranking high official in the government. How easy would that be in real life, Steve, to get just like a meeting with a, you know, the high-ranking member of the military. You just... I mean, unless you had something on him. Well, he's got the alien, so... They'd probably give him mid-level at first just to gauge him out, and then maybe okay. they'd bring in the high levels. It would be at least two okay. meetings. Okay, that's fair. Well, he just has the one meeting with somebody that seems... You know, somebody that's behind a desk. Okay. So they're, they're fairly high up. But... He okay. So anyway, and they're like anyway. He can tell that something is shady is going on. So then he brings it to like a uh, the like National Enquirer or something like that, some tabloid. And then first they're like, "Oh, this is garbage." And then they're like, "Oh, we'll give you like 150 bucks." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm good," you know. And they're like, "Oh, well, how about two more?" And they keep bringing up the price, and he realizes he might have something. And then he starts kind of digging into it, and he finds out that it's like a whole conspiracy. And what he's found in these in this in these photographs is actually something legitimate, and. And so then he starts investigating whatever the alien, like aliens on Earth, basically. So Billy Bob Thorne is in this movie for, I assumed he was going to be a recurring role in this. He's actually in this movie for one scene for about two minutes. And he's, while the guy gets thrown into jail, the main guy gets thrown into jail, uh, Billy Bob is telling him that he thinks that aliens are real. And that, you know, he's encountered aliens, that, that sort of a thing. So he's basically just an alien believer and tells him that they're all real, so he's on the right track. And that uh, they use, like, soothing music, uh, kind of soothing, like, uh, music you'd hear in, like, an elevator type of thing to convert people and trick them and all this different kinds of stuff. There's nobody in this movie I recognize except for Bobcat and Billy Bob. You mean, wait, uh, Bill Campbell? Mean, Bill Campbell, yeah. Billy Campbell, the main guy in it. What do you recognize him from, Steve? Yeah, he's in a he's classic Billy Campbell. This is a classic Billy role. The, I mean, this is a very classic Billy Campbell role. I mean, he's in Dracula. He's in the Forty Four Hundred. He's in a ton of stuff. Still, still going strong. He is still going strong with not one movie or thing that I've seen. Have Actually, you ever seen Law and Order OC Special TV Victims series. Unit, Jared? Yeah, I, I probably have. Well, yeah. he was in one episode in 2004. <laughs> that makes him relevant. He was also 
He's also had seven episodes of The O.C. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so you're right. The main character in this has been in a lot. He's actually, <laughs> seems like he's actually made a decent uh, career of just like kind of minor roles and things. <laughs> and but, he, he, he led and Billy Bob Thornton was a supporting actor. Exactly. Billy Bob Thornton is yeah. literally in this, and I don't even understand this because, yeah, Billy, but this is a very random role for, before, granted, this is before Billy Bob was famous. I think this is probably filmed before, before the Sling Alamo Blade and all those came out. Definitely before the Alamo. This is 1995. So, uh, this movie is, I don't, I, this is just like, they tried to be funny, I think, with it, because they're like, they're very campy aliens. It's like the classic, literally like green, you know, alien that you picture with the, with the Martian looking saucer that they fly around. It does not look real. Like, it looks no. ridiculous in this picture. Yes. So that's literally what it's like. And it's trying to be campy, but it's also like not funny campy. Okay. So it's just like, why are we doing this? Jay, if this was before uh, Billy Bob was famous, what movie made him a household name? Uh, Sling Blade was his most famous early role, and I haven't. I will review that at some point. But that uh, that was Sling Blade came out in 1996. So anything before that, he was in Tombstone, but he was a very minor role in Tombstone. Tombstone was a very big movie. Yeah, and that's from '93. He was in Matlock. Matlock was big. Matlock was big, but I think he was a minor role in Matlock. We'll do that episode at one point he was yeah. a pawn shop clerk in matlock <laughs> oh, so, yeah. you're, you know you're billy bob jared well i'm looking at the same thing you are but yes yep. no i know it from art <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh uh, dude the anyway, outsiders he was in the outsiders and chopper chicks and zombie town he was donnie duh oh he's john he was donnie and chopper chicks and zombie town i can't yeah. wait to watch that i'm gonna watch <laughs> that one too <laughs> sounds good uh, i am going okay so i am going to uh give this a bottom tier billy bob review because this is just a bottom tier movie oh, out wow. there is a it's just not honestly it's just not good it's it's not funny it tries to be it's not very watchable the uh not great santa anna on the billy bob movie review scale please clap do we do we have time for a quick steed investigation a steed investigation yes steed steed investigation let's hear it all right <laughs> so this is a steed investigation of venmo uh-oh. Ooh. So I was like, I don't I I might have been paying someone on Venmo or open it up and I noticed uh, a shocking trend. Okay. You open it up and you see what people are paying other people for. Most of yep. it is sex or food. Interesting. So so <laughs> Yes. Pull up your Venmo, Jared. Okay, I'm going to pull up my Venmo you're, right now. You're actually am I, am I looking at my friends. Me, me of paying for sex on this. Okay. Oh no, you were actually paid for sex, or yeah, you received money. Okay. Yep. Well, that's not illegal. It's only legal to pay for it. After the Chubstep audience hears this shocking uh, revelation, they may not listen to this anymore. Um, Chubstep Ace actually paid you <laughs> for letting him eat your meat, and then a eggplant emoji. That the next happened. several people on my list were just eating food. Okay, yeah, like wh- food. What are you? What are you doing out there? Where you're just eating food? Uh, yep. Somebody paid someone for boats and hose. Mm. Okay, that's, you cannot pay for horse. That's illegal. That's a very good point. Very good point. Chubstep Ace um, apparently is very into horse because he was paid for BJ question mark. 
Okay, BJ question mark. So that's still that doesn't seem like actual like you know you can't condemn somebody for that because yeah you can't use it in the court of law. It has a question mark. So oh really it's not confirmed. Oh really? My own brother yep. paid a woman for eggplant emoji. He paid her in eggplant. <laughs> That could be a food or it could be some sort of sexual reference. Exact. Another person. See this eggplant thing, what the police don't understand, that means penis. This woman paid another woman. Eggplant emoji and then squirting emoji. Okay. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. <laughs> she paid, somebody paid someone peach emoji, eggplant emoji, peach emoji, eggplant emoji. Peach being booty. I don't so know butt penis, been, uh... butt penis. They paid them for butt penis, butt penis, Jared. Well, here's my thing. I don't, and we'll take, actually, I should get Ace's um, opinion on this. I don't know if somebody can be prosecuted for emojis. Jared. And you get in trouble for emojis. Jared, you paid your own girlfriend for an ear and a finger going into that ear. Would you like to explain that? Yeah, that means don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Sure thing. You think the police will believe that? (laughs) An unpeeled banana? This is getting disturbing. Yes. I mean, Steve, you shouldn't have been looking around. I just do not understand how people are using this app for so much prostitution and nothing has been done about it. Well, I think because nobody's brought it up, and I'm glad you are. I'm a warrior. Maybe we can, next time Pat uh, misses an episode, we can send him out there on the streets. (laughs) <laughs> yes, oh, yes. undercover Pat. Oh, I had my wing out. And the dude just takes and takes and takes. <laughs> Ten penny and brown shoes. <laughs> uh, well, Steed, yeah, look further in this. Let's get Pat undercover and let's take down the system. Yeah, but not me. Just, just pissing me off. Perfect. Okay, do you want to, um, do you have something else or do you want? should we do the Tanzania news? Yeah, either Tanzania or uh, Russo um, Review. Well, Russo Review, we will have Russo, if ideally this works out, to record at a separate time, which I'm planning on doing it. Russo is going to be tell me his thoughts on the new Popeye sandwich. Oh, that's a hot topic right now. That is a very hot topic. So maybe, Steed, maybe we wait for the Tanzania News for next week, if that's the case. Yeah, we can do that. Um, is there something else you guys want to get to first before we wrap it up? What do you think, V-Dog? It's been a while I mean, since you've been on. Just uh, just got back from Glacier. I was out Ooh, there Glacier National adventurous Park. young fella. And uh, saw a bear. Yeah, man. I mean, it was just a, a crazy trip, really. I mean, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. Uh, my cousin Trent didn't die, which was a miracle. And, uh, yeah, we were in the car for, like, 60 hours total. It was uh, not enough time. Not enough time out there. Uh, wow. But, yeah, that's what's been going on in my life. Now I'm just on the job hunt, which is so fun. So, if anyone um, out there is listening that has, what salary are you looking for? Probably, like, 90K a year? 100 plus. So, we'll go with 90K a year. Um, mm-hmm. This guy will take four days off for no reason to go to a park. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the kind of guy you want on your team. It was nine yep. days. Nine days off. Mm-hmm. With zero warning, just go into a park. 
I knew about it for maybe like three days. Yep. And uh, that's what he's going to bring to the table. So if anybody out there is, has a $90,000 a year job for a C average, is that sound oh, right? Lower, lower, lower. All right, uh, 2.4 GPA, um, <laughs> college graduate. Don't call Allegedly. Me. I'm not going to be e- answering. email the show at chubstep.podcast.com. <laughs> at gmail.com. He doesn't know anything about glass. Keep that in mind. So... Uh, we will wrap it up there then. Uh, good luck, uh, V-Dog, in getting your uh, job. Uh, Chubstep is hiring, but they are Ooh. not paying. Yeah, unpaid intern. <laughs> I could just do that for like 10 years, and then yep. then I have so much experience. You could get a job in radio, no problem, after 10 years of this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to podcast underling. Perfect. Recording live from somewhere. All right, I am joined now by friend of the show, expert of the show, expert on the show, Chubstep right. Nick. What's your official Chubstep name, Nick? What do you want to go by? Chubstep Nick, uh, Chubstep Logan is good. Oh, how about Resident Libero? Resident Libero, <laughs> Resident Libero Nick. Perfect, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you contacted me. As you should have, because you tried the Popeyes sandwich. Th- that is apparently all the rage right now, and this is apparently supposed to be the thing competing with any Chick Fil A sandwich, correct? And you tried, and yeah. there was it was like sold. It's like sold out now, but there was lines out the door. Popeyes, I need so. Let's hear your thoughts. Right, and, and whoever runs operations for Popeye should probably be fired because they should have expected this, this craziness in our social media day and age. Yeah, we agree. So that's neither here nor there. Um, and yeah, I'm filling in for Pat, I guess, as a, as the resident LTO expert here. So Good I hope point. I do a decent enough job. Is this a confirmed LTO, or is this going to be something they keep on the menu? Great question. Um, I think. They're going to keep it on the menu. I'll just have to go back tomorrow and make okay. that answer for you. Like, Thank we'll, you. We'll talk next week. Appreciate that. But I'll tell you what, um, high-level summary right off the top, it was good. It was very good. It was not. It does not beat the Chick-fil-A sandwich for me, Okay. Um, which I like. But it was good, and it was crispier than Chick-fil-A's. I'll give it that much. Ooh, nice crisp. It's Yeah, crispy, and it's got a brioche bun. So I like to throw that out there for all the foodies. Yep. Lathered in buttermilk. Can't forget that. That's that's one of the unique things that it does. And it's it it was good in that sense, but it was also a little little messy. I I, I don't mind the, the regular Chick Fil A uh, sandwich with the sauce. Okay. And I get, I put it on myself though. Popeyes they put it on there for you. Okay. Yeah. Because you want you can know that. exactly you can you can like control how much sauce you get if you're putting it on yourself. Right. But it's right. also more time out of your day, so it's a trade-off, right? Like, how much is your time worth? <laughs> That's true. My, and people say my time's worth a lot. I've always said that right. about you. Yeah. So that's a nice plus then for Popeyes in that sense. I didn't get the spicy, though, and I always get it at Chick-fil-A, so I, I'm going to have to maybe forfeit the comparison altogether on that ground. Yeah. But we can continue for the sake of argument. So, because spicy would be the way that I would go, because I would always go spicy. Yeah. And a big advantage, Popeye's on Sundays. That would be the definitely the sandwich to get. <laughs> that's the 
the one sandwich I would get on a Sunday for sure after church, which if you're, if you're a Chick-fil-A fan, you're going to church on Sunday anyway, yep. but you can't go to Chick-fil-A to get your sandwich. Perfect. So they're, they're, missing, they're missing a segment uh, consumer there. Do you think Do you think that the hype is legit for the sandwich? No, not really, but everything's pretty hyped up these days. Even something like Chubstep featuring Chubstep Greg, that, even something like that. Like, <laughs> a lot of fans. That's true. <laughs> That's true. There was a lot of hype around that episode. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, Everyone did, loves pilots. Everybody loves pilots, exactly. Everybody loves a man in uniform. It's, uh, it was overhyped for sure, but um, the people that turned out for it, that was legit. Like, it wasn't just people talking on social media. For instance, I showed up at last Friday, and the drive through line was probably spanning two or three establishments next door. Yeah. Um, and that should have been my first sign. Yeah. Telling me not to go in, but I went in. And <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it was worth it, but the, I get in, and the line is wrapped around the entire walls, four walls, standard building of yep. the building. Um, people are asking me, I get everyone asking me this, why did I stay in the line? And yes. I, I'll, I, the only answer I'll say is that it was a Friday and I was still working, but mentally checked out. So I needed something to occupy my time. Well, and you knew that you had an opportunity to get on Chubstep by doing so. That's true. Yeah. If I would have gone over to Chipotle, I probably wouldn't have got on Chubstep. Yeah. I would have to make it <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so you would say you'd recommend people to try it, but they, they don't need to go out of their way maybe. They, yeah, they don't need to go out of their way. Maybe stop by Arby's and get some of that Arby sauce. Okay. I know people like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Arby sauce, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and now maybe wait for them to, to bring it back and, and have enough in stock for it. Um, okay. I barely got lucky. They had to, um, I'm pretty sure a delivery guy showed up with more chicken breast halfway through the line. Okay. Yeah, and you get, and you get, and you get lucky most nights. So for you not to, that's, that's yeah, all the rare. Time. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, I really any other notes for this, Nick? Uh, just, um, uh, Resident Libero. No, just try it and try all sorts of foods. It's important to, to have every Monday to have your friends over for, for a meal. And <laughs> Follow <laughs> at Bro Girl Official on uh, on Instagram as well. Please do good content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, uh, Always, yeah, always, it. always appreciate the call, Nick. Thanks for having me. Okay, thank you. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? And uh, we'll wrap up the show there. Uh, email showchubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. Check us out on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. We've talked about it, but we're on there. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.